friends, we are back here again. It's Cyber Monday, and we're going to try to find you some fun deals for the Minnesota Twins on the trade market. So, yes, it's Cyber Monday, and we're going to get to work. This is Locked on Twins. You are Locked on Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. again and welcome back to Locked on Twins. I'm your host Brandon Warren and you can unfollow me on Twitter at Brandon underscore W-A-R-N-E. Across the screen from me and back again at it is Mr. Dave Brown at Answer Dave Brown on the Twitter slash slash X machine. How are we doing today, Dave? Brandon, we're doing great. We're in the middle of uh, Cyber Monday. There's lots of deals to be had. Let's see if we can find some for the Twins. And I am just wrapping up eating some taquitos, so I'm feeling like a rock star as well. But good to have everybody with us. And again, thanks for making Locked on Twins your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, as well as on YouTube. And of course, as part of the Locked on Podcast Network, we're your team every day. Again, we'd love to hear you, uh, your comments, questions, and all that fun stuff in the comments, be it on YouTube or on Twitter, at Locked on Twins, at Brandon underscore Warren, at Answer Dave Brown. We would encourage you to be active. Give us a nice review on iTunes if you feel up to it. And thumbs up on YouTube. Subscribe, all that good stuff. Today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. And yeah, we'll see if uh, if my team wins tonight or if Dave Brown's team wins tonight. Because uh, Dave, you're a, you're a Bears fan, aren't you? Uh, do I have to admit it? Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm a Bears fan. Although <clears throat> I've been uh, latching on to the success, the recent success of the Kansas City Chiefs. So I'm a fair weather fan when it comes to that, and uh, which is necessary because the Bears don't always give you something to cheer for. My my wild harebrained theory is that the Vikings tricked the Bears into hiring Ryan Poles. They really were like, we really want him bad. And then the Bears are like, well, we'll go get him first. Then the Vikings land Questy Adolfo Mensa, who's done a pretty good job. I, I'm a big Questy guy, but not everybody is. Um, so that's the weird thing that I believe. You know, when people ask, what's a conspiracy theory that you actually believe? That's mine. Ryan Poles was an inside job. Well, I think it is, uh, it, you know, it's it's kind of easy to trick the Bears. So I think that's very possible. I don't know if this, spe- this particular specific trick is what happened, but uh, Ryan Poles as a GM has gotten some mixed results. We'll see uh, what, you know, he certainly, he didn't really hire a, a good coach with uh, Matt Eberflus. Uh, he's been just a disaster almost since the beginning. There haven't been too many. You know, it hasn't been uh, you know five years or anything, but in the uh, the two plus years so far, he's been very unimpressive. So, and lots of mixed results and free agency and some pretty good drafts and a couple decent trades and a couple of very questionable ones. So it's a uh, it's a hard time to be a Bears fan. So that's like I said, that's why you know if you can lean on the Chiefs or a good team. Yeah, well, I've never been able to lean on a good team, but it is what it is. So couple news items that have come across the ticker here 
in the last day or so. Ken to my Ada landing with the Detroit Tigers and Sonny Gray landing in um, St. Louis. So let's start with Kenta because Kenta's news broke first. A two-year deal, $24 million. I believe MLB trade rumors was somewhere along the lines of two years, 36 projected, which to me was astonishing. Just absolutely bonkers bananas. Um, good for Kenta for getting multiple years. I can see why the Twins didn't go that route in terms of uh, – 12 per year for multiple years. But if, uh, if there was a one-year deal with an option, I think I may have at least been somewhat interested. What was your takeaway though with Kent Maeda signing with the Tigers? Yeah, well, I think that was, I think you kind of hit on it there. I think that there was a, an opening for the twins maybe to, uh, I don't know if you'd call it a reunion. I guess he technically left, but to bring him back for maybe a year and a, and an option, but getting those two guaranteed years, probably. I mean, that's the name of the game sometimes in free agency when you're a team like the Tigers, especially that's where you have an opportunity to uh, kind of steal a guy from another team. Uh, I think, uh, you know, he, he showed some signs last year that maybe this season was going to be better than the previous one. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it didn't necessarily work it work out that way with results, but you could kind of see where uh, he was getting back to, uh, the previous form before his injury. So I think the, uh, I think the, the, the lions pay the lions. No, it's <laughs> wrong, wrong animal and wrong sport uh, paid a, uh, a little bit of a premium, but not too much. You know, that's uh, Mike Illich from heaven, you know, scoffs at uh, junior Illich's spending uh, $24 yeah. million, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's uh, it, it's, we'll see if it works out. And uh, I mean, it's certainly something that the twins could have afforded to do had they sure. wanted, but they're giving off vibes like they don't really want to afford things like that. So it isn't much of a surprise that they wouldn't match it. Well, now you've kind of invoked Lions, Tigers, and Bears here all in the first six minutes of the program. So um, we're really running the gamut here, which is exciting. Uh, no, Let's to me, involved. yeah, exactly right. Uh, when I look at the Tigers and to some extent the Cardinals, and you see the money that they handed out and you say, well, why did they do it if the twins wouldn't do it? And like, I don't want to use, I don't want to use the phrase desperation, but those are teams who are definitely in a more precarious position, starting pitcher wise, especially the Tigers losing Eduardo Rodriguez, almost certainly. I mean, wherever he lands, they have to replace those innings, whether it's with him coming back, whatever. Um, <clears throat> the twins are not in a position where they have to really feel pressed to sign Sonny Gray at market rate for multiple years, uh, or more than two years as he got three. Uh, but Kenta for two, same same deal there. It'll again underscore the importance that the Twins remain flexible and they're going to have to make moves. But there are a lot of people that are talking out of both sides of the mouth. Oh, I'm ticked they didn't bring these guys back, but it'll be fine if they get someone else. Well, then why waste the energy getting mad? You know what I mean? Like, there's no point in saying, well, they better do this and they better do that. Yeah, they know that. They know they need more pitching. So there's real, real, no real point in uh, gathering up the torches and pitchforks on November 27th for an offseason that, for all intents and purposes, has at least two more full months to go. Um, I don't know if you see that from Twins fans as much as I do, but, man, every time even, even something slightly negative happens, people just go off the rails. Uh, another thing is, they had a couple of long time scouts uh, depart. Yeah. 
and people were just flipping out over that. And maybe because a certain writer wrote that in the context of cutting costs, like them maybe trading Christian Vasquez. Uh, pretty sure two scouts and cutting costs eh, doesn't really go in the same conversation as Christian Vasquez, but I digress. Um, at the end of the day, I'm not that surprised the Twins fans are upset, but to me, it's just it's so much wasted energy to be mad about something that's just not a big deal. Well, you know, two things for the uh, giving the, the fans the benefit of the doubt. They're they're probably thinking about uh, an entire lifetime of being disappointed by a move or a lack of moves that were made by, you know, who's ever been in charge of the twins. Um, it doesn't necessarily reflect on the recent history, but if you look at it for 30 years, 40 years, whatever, maybe they're just kind of expecting the worst. Also remember, Brandon, we're going to, when we hear from people, a lot of times it's going to be the people who feel the strongest about something, even if they don't know exactly what that is. So they're going to, the people who are really emotional about things, you're going to hear from them. So that doesn't necessarily take the temperature of the entire fan base, but the fans who are, uh, you know, given to impulsive uh, responses, that's who we're, you and I are going to hear from on Twitter, people, uh, you know, calling the the podcast, whatever. Um, so I think you take it all with a grain of salt or two. And uh, it, it, yeah, the, we, we can't say for sure that the twins are screwing up or they're making the wrong moves. It's uh, it's not unexpected what's happened, really. Yep. It would have been nice if they could have signed one of these guys, but we sort of didn't. Uh, we didn't think it was going to happen. Now let's wait for those next dominoes to fall before we get a little too hot and bothered about it. Yeah, no question about that. Um, let's take a quick second, take a quick pause, and then when we come back, you and I have devised some lists of players who we think the Twins could target on Cyber Monday, um, and we'll have some fun with it. So uh, let's take a quick second. When we come back, we'll do just that. Our friends over at FanDuel are excited for you to know that you can score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets without with with any winning $5 money line bet. I guess it would be without if you vote bet on your against your team. But I digress. Uh, that's 150 bucks, though, if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app is easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, overs, unders, pretty much everything you can imagine. And again, right now, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL. Okay, so we are back here. We're into the bullpen. We are talking about players. We think the Twins could maybe sneak over and acquire at a reasonable price this offseason via the trade market. We already have seen a trade of this hype. Uh, the a, a, Eugenio Suarez, a Eugenio, how do you say it? A Eugenio. A Eugenio. It's a lot of different directions. It's kind of like um, if you have a bouncy ball going in a room and you're trying to catch each syllable, it's a Eugenio Suarez. I'm surprised that the Spanish language would even bother to change Eugene into something. I, I would go in another direction entirely, but 
Yeah. It's what they've done, and we have to we have to live with the consequences. It's a beautiful language, though, and, and Euanio does sound beautiful. But anyhow, uh, yeah, so he was flipped to Arizona, who will use him at ostensibly third base. Um, so there are deals to be had. Uh, now, with that said, it can be tricky to find where those will come from. A lot of times it's it's a surprise because you'll find out a team – you know, maybe they feel good about a kid, and so they trade the veteran ahead of them. Or maybe, like the Twins, if they moved Christian Vasquez for a song, um, that would be another type of player that if there was a, a different Locked On show saying they want – if Locked On Marlins and Peter Pratt wanted to talk about, we're going to go trade for a catcher because the Marlins need two catchers, really, um, Christian Vasquez would be their guy. Yeah, we kind of have an idea he's on the block, but if the Twins were to dump him for nothing, I don't know how Twins fans would feel. Maybe they'd feel great. We don't know. All that said, let's talk about position players that we kind of find ourselves thinking about in this regard. Now, the first one that I came up with, and now that I'm thinking about it, like I'm not totally sure. So the Mariners already moved Suarez. But I think you've already talked yourself out of it, Brandon. Well, Ty France. Ty France, yeah. right-handed stick, can play some positions. He's, it's like those weird utility guys who don't play short. Like everyone wants a super utility guy, but the ones who don't play short are certainly a lot less attractive. Like uh, if Donovan Solano could play short, he'd probably be starting somewhere rather than signing for 2 to $4 million per year right. in free agency. The Twins could also just sign Donovan Solano. But if they go the route of a trade, I think Ty France is a sneaky – option for them um you know he does a he's coming off a, you know an offensive season where he wasn't as great as you'd hope and uh, i've been talking about him for a while uh who do you have though like who are your position players well you mentioned the mariners I, um actually that position players in the mariners i kind of have pitchers for the mariners so that doesn't work that that transition's <laughs> trashed um well, but that's okay um you know, you mentioned the Marlins, and if you want to send them Christian Vasquez, they have a couple guys. Um, it doesn't help your center field situation because I don't think they're going to give up um, uh, uh, Jazz Chisholm, who's playing center for them now. But if you wanted somebody like Jesus Sanchez, uh, he's a left-handed bat. I know no. the Twins want to get more right-handed, so that doesn't work entirely. But Jesus Sanchez is only 26. He slugged 450 last year, which is no small feat in that ballpark. Uh, that's a guy that you could put out there if you're if you're moving Max somewhere for other yep. stuff. So if if, if Max Kepler uh, is on the the tw- other team's radar as far as the Twins go, and you need a right fielder, that's a guy you could put out there, and maybe you make a deal with the uh, with the with the catcher situation. So that's that's one guy for sure. Um, and you know, I, in my quest to uh, Bring out, you know, the, the best center fielder I see in, in trade possibilities as far as defense among them is a guy, Ramon Laureano, who played okay. last year, I think, for Cleveland and um, has been with the A's and, of course, has had uh, – he got dinged for steroids a couple years ago. So, But that's a guy who could go get the ball if you're looking for kind of a cheaper center fielder. Uh, I don't know if Manuel Margot is uh, still a go for center field. But that's right. another guy that with the Rays that you could trade for, who you could put um, on a corner in the outfield. 
Uh, if you want to get a guy really cheap, you definitely don't want to put him in center, but uh, we mentioned Sonny Gray going to the Cardinals. Dylan Carlson is a guy who mm-hmm. uh, you could put in left or right field and still <laughs> seemingly has a lot of upside as a hitter. Um, if and they have, He has a teammate, Tyler O'Neill, you could put in left or right field. Um, he's got an injury history, but he's already done it. I mean, he's been to the All-Star game before and is a good player. Um, if you want to spend some bucks, you could go to the Mets and get Starling Marte. That's somebody you could put at the top of the order, put him in left or right field. Uh, and depending on how much money the Mets absorbed, uh, maybe the, the return wouldn't be so so bad as far as prospects go. Or if you wanted to put put some money in that, you know, he's, he's in his mid-30s now. But, uh, you know, th- those are my – and also like Lane Thomas from yeah. uh, Washington. Uh, again, probably not a center fielder, although his, his defensive metrics in center have been better than the ones in right. So that could be a sample size issue. That's another guy. Uh, the, uh, the the Nationals seem open for business as far as uh, trading guys who are on the verge of you know making too much in arbitration. That's another guy maybe that you could get for for a brief time for a year or two that could fill a hole. So those are my those are my outfield position players. Okay, so let's uh, let's walk through uh, the Marte one. I think I like best just because of the caliber of player he is when he's at his best. He gives them elements of of things they don't have internally. Right. Um, although I did uh, thought the Marlins idea was a good one. Well, can you run through them again? Just a, I, I want to make sure I have yeah. written them down so I can. Absolutely. Uh, as far as center fielders go, oh, Loriano, Loriano, the Twins. Loriano, I think yeah. I think the Twins had a hoped to claim Loriano and he didn't get to them in uh or on waivers that that weird waivers thing where right. um the guardians claim like half the league uh right now just threw a net out there and grab some guys and he signed a one-year deal with the guardians you know basically arbitration eligible it could be a very similar situation though where they want to flip him much like the twins are going to hope to do with kyle farmer you know, where it's right. a guy's arbitration eligible. He's good enough to not just dump for nothing, but may not fit in your team with the budget, et cetera, et cetera. So um, Loriano to me could be that kind of guy. Uh, how, how much do you want him facing right-handed pitching? How much do you want him playing every single day? Cause I mean, he's been too, He's been very different players at different points in his career. I feel like there's been times where he's looked like an everyday player, and there's times where he's looked like a fourth outfielder that you probably don't want to pay five or six million dollars to. But I don't know if that is uh, an effect of some things that he's tested positive for or what. But maybe. he's uh, he's he's uh, maybe ten uh, percent above uh, league average as far as hitters go when you adjust the stats. Oakland, of course, is a a tomb for hitters, but you know, he's, uh, he's put up 20 home runs before uh, he's, he's put up, uh, you know, 10 stolen bases before tens uh, of stolen bases. He's got the, uh, yeah, he's near, nearly a dozen. Um, and he's got a real good reputation on defense. So he's a better hitter than Michael Tucker. He's a guy that, you know, obviously they're Michael against Taylor. really tough Michael Tucker going back 20 years, Michael Taylor. I was always more of Royals, okay? You might get some of these sometimes with me. I was always more of a uh, a Joe Vitiello guy. No, I'm just kidding. Mike, uh, no, Nunnally. John Nunnally was my guy. John Nunnally, yeah. Maybe the the Twins can bring in Joe Randa to play the corners. 
Now, um, well, when Corey Koski left, that was the talk was that they were going to replace him with Joe Randa. And Joe Randa was too expensive for the Minnesota Twins in those days. Well, you know, it, that would be a thing that I would get upset about if I heard that, if I were one of the fans who yeah. complained to you. That I, that would, I would not be happy there. Yeah. So uh, Michael Taylor, uh, Loriano's a better hitter than him, probably not as good uh, defensively reputation, but still pretty good. And that, you know, so you pinch hit Willie Castro for him. Does that work for you later, late in the game? Maybe that's what we do. Um, so that would be a guy to play center. Uh, these other guys that I've talked about, you wanted to list them all again. Um, Lane Thomas, Manuel Margot, Tyler O'Neill, Dylan Carlson. You mentioned Starling Marte and um, – on the Marlins, uh, right fielder. Um, Sanchez? Yes, Jesus Sanchez, who's only 26. Always good so, to get a little more Jesus in your life, too. So, uh, <laughs> Especially um, this is the right almost month for that kind of thing. Yeah, so, almost. Did, well, we're, we're within a calendar. We're within a month, just not a calendar month. We're within 30 days. So right. it works for me. Did you have any other uh, position players? I have one more who is an infield type. Uh, you did touch on outfielders. Did you have some infielders, too? I did have a, an infielder. I had Brandon Drury. Ah. Is that the guy you were thinking of? Exactly who I have. Right. Well, maybe that means it'll happen. And, of course, there's Eduardo Escobar, who I always want. But Yeah. Um, yeah, but Brandon Drury was kind of the new name that we hadn't <clears> – <throat> maybe you mentioned it before. I hadn't mentioned it before, so I thought I might. Yeah. Uh, the nice thing there, you know, one year left on the deal. Twins obviously don't want to be tied up. You know, th there are some guys like if if Brandon Drury had gotten a four year deal after having a good year, and the you know if, like if, if the Angels had given him four years, like sometimes guys who have pop up years get those kinds of contracts. Yeah. Uh, then yeah, the Angels would be motivated sellers, and the Twins would not be interested. Now the Angels they're in transition. We have no idea what they're going to put around Mike Trout. Uh, presumably players, but um, we don't Maybe know. fans. I wanted Brandon Drury back. So uh, back when the twins had initially started talking about trading Brian Dozier, uh, I thought the Diamondbacks were a good fit. I wanted Archie Bradley and Brandon Drury. And so, uh, you know, it could, it could come full circle just, you know, six, seven years later. I like that idea though. And I don't think it would cost you that much. I believe he's uh, eight and a half million bucks next year. And so, yeah, uh, perfect fit plays the corners, plays a little bit of second base if you need. Uh, twins already have guys who can't really play second base, so no sense in doubling up on that. But uh, popped 20-some homers last year. The OBP leaves you wanting a little more, but uh, it, it'd be nice to get a player who, while he's imperfect, is under club control for a year. You have enough infielders to cover you beyond this year, but you need help for just this year. A lot of times when you are limited to one year, uh, types for help, you end up scouring the bottom of the bin because everybody wants a multi-year deal. Right. So you can kind of flip that on its head by trading. I would I would imagine somewhere your 12th to 15th best prospect. You know, someone who's going to play in the big leagues. Um, you know, is maybe 50-50 to be an everyday player, a solid player, but not. You know, you're not talking about a top five guy in a pretty good system. It's it's a guy that prospect hounds will know but won't lose sleep over, I would say. Well, I don't think, you know, you, you can't worry about that too much. You have to have, have faith that you're uh, bringing in enough of these guys to replenish the system. So if you do make a trade, that it won't hurt too much, no matter what happens. 
so that you're yeah. kind of uh, set if uh, things don't necessarily, no matter what happens, because you you want to, you need to replace those guys anyway, uh, no matter yeah. whether you trade them or you bring them up to the majors. That's the kind of thing that uh, a minor league system needs to to be replenishing. Uh, you know, Drury, you mentioned him, uh, capable of playing a, a few different positions, a right-handed stick with some power, more than Kyle Farmer, probably less capable of playing shortstop uh, in a pinch, but you could put him at third, you could put him at first, and maybe second base uh, if, if you had to. And I think he's got a couple innings in the outfield too. That's not ideal. But he's versatile enough, and he does some things that the, the team, uh, the Twins, lack a little bit uh, that would make them stronger, um, shore up some weaknesses. He just makes sense in that way. So what are you thinking on the pitching side? Like well, where, where that as far as uh, you know, they obviously have very specific needs, but I I think there's a lot of options. Yeah, I, I'd love for the the Twins to be able to uh, make some kind of deal for a player like Bryce Miller or mm-hmm. Brian Wu, maybe mm-hmm. to a lesser extent on the Mariners. Uh, I think I've mentioned Paul Blackburn before. Different kind of deal. I think it would take Blackburn's further along in his career. A yep. guy like Miller or Wu would cost you something pretty significant from the farm system. But the, the good news is they're, uh, you know, they're controllable pl- uh, players who have years uh, you know, left to go before uh, you have to worry about losing them or, or paying too much of a premium. Um, an- another player kind of like Miller, uh, he hasn't flowered, but if you go back to the Marlins, maybe this could be a guy uh, in a Vasquez deal. You get Edward Cabrera, who uh, has been a very talented <laughs> player, uh, hasn't quite put it all together. Uh, you know, you take him uh, from the Marlins, you put him uh, with the Twins. You know, they've had some success with uh, Pablo Lopez, and just for to name to name drop one guy, um, you bring him in. That's another guy that you could kind of cultivate, and uh, you know, you, you you don't you have fewer guarantees with someone like him, but um, he's been a little bit inconsistent as a, as a as a kid. But uh, he's he's had some really good moments and that, that that's a, a guy that you can kind of lean on for a few years. It's not a, uh, a one and done kind of situation. So, um, you know, those are probably, and as far as relievers go, uh, you know, there's so many of them. One guy I saw, I like Kyle Finnegan from Washington. You figure uh, they're going to be in a, in a position to be moving guys. I mentioned Lane Thomas earlier. Uh, that's a guy that probably wouldn't cost you too much, but that's the kind of guy you make a trade for where you don't, uh, you know, overpay in free agency for a reliever, but you bring this guy in. He's got back of the the, the bullpen, back of the bullpen experience with the with the Nationals uh, for whatever that's worth for them. But uh, the, the Twins could use another arm in, in the bullpen, and he's, uh, you know, he doesn't throw a million miles an hour, but he's a guy who can get some people out. So, um, what do you think of Hunter Harvey from the Nationals? I've always liked Hunter Harvey. Uh, Hunter, unfortunately, is the unluckiest. Uh, person in the world it is just uh as far as injuries go it's it's always uh something coming up for him so uh you know that's a guy you know he's been designated he's been dfa'd before um so it's not like uh he's gonna cost too much i, I mean i i'd like for them to bring him in but it's not someone that you want to give up too much for um, no no so no but a guy, a guy i would look at if if, if he was burning a hole in their pocket oh, uh, for sure I, I'm a sucker for guys whose dads used to play in the big leagues. So, um, right. yeah, you know how it goes. Uh, so a couple pictures I was looking at. Um, I still really like Brady Singer. I just I think there's another gear there. 
Have we had this discussion or did I say it to myself and you weren't on the show yet? Mm, no, he, he's come up. I don't know how in depth, but we've talked about, or or you've mentioned before that uh, there's more uh, juice in that orange with the I think, not I that think. metaphor, but that you use, but there's something like that with him. So he would be someone that that's the prototype for me. I don't know what the prototype is for you necessarily. And I don't know what it is for the twins necessarily, because the idea that Sonny Gray is already pretty good and you hope he gets better with you. I mean, Sonny was a little on the older side compared to Pablo Lopez, but sometimes it's, it's all about just the best version of the existing you. Like you, you don't have, Pablo Lopez didn't have to become an immensely different pitcher to find another gear. He just, you know, he learned some things about himself. He learned some things about the game and I'm sure the twins helped him along the way. If you go get an Edward Cabrera, really that's, that's a bigger hill to climb. But the, the hill is also higher once you get to the top. So you kind of have to balance, like, right now, you know, last year the Twins needed a number two starter. If you can gamble on a guy who could be your five or your one, that's where Edward Cabrera comes into play for me. Singer, you know, your ceiling is maybe a two-three, but you feel pretty confident that he wouldn't be, you know, he could be a number five starter on a good team, no question about it, right. in my opinion. Um, so it, it just comes down to, to figuring out the range of of what you're okay with, especially when you consider what you're going to have to trade, what you have in house, and all that stuff. Um, and I think that too is why it's so interesting. If you and I have, you know, we didn't consult each other before doing these lists today. We did last time on Black Friday. We talked about it, so I, I thought it'd be funny to see if there'd be any overlap. Um, there's just so many options out there. There's just so many different ways you can get to. Uh, you know, wherever you're going, whether it's making a guy a much better version of himself or finding someone who hasn't been that great, but just needs a tweak or two. So for me, um, yeah, Brady Singer is one. Um, one I came across that I really don't know what they're going to do with him. Griffin Canning. Again, I have no idea what the Angels are doing. Um, sorry, that was a recording from each of the last 10 years. Uh, no idea what they're doing. Uh, but he looks interesting. If you can get him to quit giving up homers, gives you some help from the left side. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Well, yeah, he, and you don't know what the, the angels motivations and tensions are right now. You know, they've blown having Otani. Uh, they yep. say, they talk about, well, we're going to compete. Um, you know, what does that mean exactly? I don't know. Uh, you know, Canning sort of slots in as maybe uh, along with Detmers and Anderson and Sandoval, one yep. of their four best starting pitchers. Um, you know, he's a guy who they, they probably should. He's probably, is, I think he's two years away from free agency. Um, so, you know, he's a little more accomplished than uh, a guy like Edward Cabrera, but, you know, I think he, I don't know if his ceiling is, is as high as a player like right. that, but right. that's a, that's a guy who with a little bit better of an environment um could make the most of himself, could be the best version of himself. You sort of yeah. see with the Angels, like Reed Detmers goes from, you know, oh, he's got a no-hitter, oh, he's kind of throwing another no-hitter, to like this guy is completely lost in a matter of starts. It's It seems yeah. like um, – Three and two-thirds, five earned, and two homers. Yes. It's, it's against the freaking Royals, you know? Right. So sorry, he, sorry, sorry. I, no, I guess I, You're right. It, it, he's uh, – Canning would be an interesting add and one who, that I don't think would be terribly expensive. But also, 
I don't know how I don't know how high that ceiling is either. Either so. Yeah, no, it's true, and I it, it, a lot boils down to okay, you have Pablo, who could probably ascend to one of the top five pitchers in baseball theoretically. Someone who would start game one for you in a postseason series, no questions asked. Then it comes down to how good can Chris Paddock be? How good can Bailey Ober be? How good can Joe Ryan be? Um, we've seen all those guys be pretty good. I think what the Twins need to aim for is that number two spot, that Edward Cabrera type, where uh, it's going to cost a little more, but you've got a little more time baked in. You know, if, if Edward Cabrera comes over and isn't good in year one, you still have some time to figure some things out. Um, whereas if you get a guy like Canning and he's bad or hurt, it's over. It's Tyler Malley 2.0. So, um, yeah, I think there's a lot of fun different ways. I'd love to hear, too, what people think, uh, commenters and all that stuff, because there's no right or wrong answer. Uh, well, there's probably wrong answers. But um, the one thing we know for sure is that we're going to have no idea what happens until it happens because we never see these things coming with this front office. Yeah, they're 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 pretty good at uh, at not displaying their showing their cards, you know, until it's uh, until it's time to, you know, call or whatever. I don't know. I don't know the, the poker terms like the hip kids, but, um, you know, I was thinking you mentioned Joe Ryan. I think he is um, you know, if, the, if the twins don't make a huge addition, he's definitely I think there's another gear for him. Yeah, uh, his troubles last year went back to uh, that injury that he didn't really right. report. Yep. And, um, you know, if, if that, if, if we're looking at a, a, another healthy season, I mean, he was off to a great start. I mean, you know, about as good as, as, uh, as Lopez at the beginning of the season. And then, you know, he, he kind of went downhill from there, but I think it was injury related. You know, I think there's, there's more there with Joe Ryan than over a full season that he's shown. And uh, you get him, you get Paddock uh, another year removed from his uh, Tommy John. You get Lopez going. That's uh-huh. a pretty good top of a rotation. And you know, I can I can see if the if the Twins are coming at it from the standpoint of well, you know, we're probably going to spend a little less money less money on payroll. We're not going to make a big splash, but this is what we have already. Um, you know, if if the glass is half full, um, then you know maybe you're in a position where you can get back to the playoffs, maybe go a little bit deeper this time. Yeah, that would be great. Well, what will be fun is seeing what happens and breaking it down with you, Dave. Uh, Thank you so much again for hanging out and for everyone else too. Uh, He's answered Dave Brown on Twitter. I'm at Brandon underscore W-A-R-N-E. Thanks for hanging out on Locked On Twins, and we'll see you tomorrow night.